Welcome to the Keystone Kickoff Show, brought to you by the Keystone Sports Network. Get the best Penn State sports news and analysis at KeystoneSportsNetwork.com or download the Keystone Sports app from your smartphone. Hello and welcome to the Keystone Kickoff Show. I'm Jim Galante, along with Chris Bucanani, kind enough to sit in for Dustin Hawkinsmith this week. Chris, it's great to have you as a guest host on the show. I think this is your first time, isn't it? Uh, I believe so. I may have done a guest segment here or there, but this is the first time I'm carrying the load. So I shall endeavor to do my best, Jim. I am sure you will do just fine, or we'll just never have you on the show again, Chris. But no Fair pressure, enough. all right? <laughs> okay. Just remember, radio's all- free, so you get what you pay for. <laughs> Way to set the bar nice and low, Chris. Anyway. Well, we are talking uh, about the prospects for the 2022 Nittany Lions, Jim, so I'm just sticking with the theme. (laughs) Good, good point. Before we get started with that, Chris, want to give you a little reminder. Keystone Sports Network, in partnership with Collegiate Athletic Travel, we're offering the opportunity for you to travel to Auburn in the fall for the Penn State-Auburn football game. It's a great deal. Charter flight out of Harrisburg. You get to stay at the team hotel. Transportation to and from the game. Tailgate party at the stadium. And perhaps most importantly, you get to visit with me and Dustin. We're going to be along for the ride also. I'm really looking forward to the trip. Hope you choose to join us. For more information, you could go to athletictravel.com or call 800-788-4414. All right, Chris, we're talking about Penn State-Auburn in the fall. That's the Penn State 2022 season. That's where you and I are headed. We've been spending a lot of time in our crossover show looking backwards, history of the team. I want to look forward today. We're done with spring practice. There's a lot of digest with this team, a lot going on. I mean, after three out of four years with 11 wins, this has now been a 500 team over the last two years. Just what is the state of this program right now? Well, it's definitely up in the air. I think it's something of a Rorschach painting, I suppose, that you can look at it and come away with whatever conclusion you want. There are some negatives, for sure, that are obvious and on the surface, and you hit on the first one, the record over the last two years. The old Bill Parcells saw holds true. You are what your record says you are. And over the last two years, Penn State's a 500 football program. They're middle of the pack in the Big Ten. We like to think of the Nittany Lions – of being where they were during that three 11 win campaigns out of four years, knocking on the door of challenging Ohio state. I'm not sure that right now they aren't fourth in the pecking order in the division behind the Buckeyes and the two Michigan teams. Now, on the other hand, if you look at body of work from the coaching staff, certainly going all the way back to the Vanderbilt days for James Franklin, there are indicators there to suggest we should have faith and you know, stay the course. And the results on the recruiting trail, especially recently, 2022, and what we're seeing with the 2023 class, are reasons that we should be optimistic. There's been a commitment 
on behalf of the institution to facility upgrades and coaching salaries. And certainly James, with the assistance he has brought in, specifically the two coordinators, is trying to signal he is serious. He remains serious about keeping Penn State in contention for elite status. So it's really all about whether or not you're still open-minded to buying the potential, I suppose. And I like your point that it's what we see. And I could argue both sides of this, Chris, as to I could write off these last two years as the COVID season with all those injuries, especially at running back. Mm-hmm. Last season, I could even argue, hey, they were 5-0, and ranked in the top five, a couple touchdown lead against Iowa when Sean Clifford went down. That's the argument on the plus side. But the fact is, is this a team you you can't win a game against an Illinois team when you're not 100% at quarterback? Yeah. You have a two-touchdown lead against Iowa, and that's not enough for you to win a game with your backup quarterback. So like you said, indicators go both ways, don't you they? You have a chance to beat Michigan at home down one head of their two-headed running back attack. You, you certainly have a chance – to upset Michigan State in East Lansing at the end of the season, and you let those opportunities slip through your fingers. Like, yes, I understand the provisos about the injuries to Sean Clifford and P.J. Mustafer. Let's not forget that one. That was a a key loss in the Iowa game as well. But if you are one or two players away from two to three wins or losses difference, football is the ultimate team game. You're not that good a team. If, even even at the quarterback spot, frankly. Well, I'll also, though, counter-argument is, remember the Joe Paterno dark years, and he was like, I'm just another recruiting class. We're only one or two players away. And then a Derek Williams comes in. All of a sudden, he was right. They were a couple players away. And you had a double-digit winning team going to a New Year's Day ball. So... I guess one could argue that might be the case here with Penn State. And we'll get into, you know, more the nitty-gritty of individual players. But this first segment, just staying, you know, that 30,000-foot view, you alluded to the new coordinators with Mike Yursich, Manny Diaz. They both seem like fantastic hires. But you had that Mike, remember Mike Yursich was going to save the offense from the Kirk Sharaka problems that they had the prior year didn't exactly work out that way so my question to you Chris is what effect will these coordinators new coordinators have your six year two Manny Diaz year one yeah well the thing I I'll, I'll talk about Diaz first and just say one of the things I love about the Manny Diaz hire is that I have been pretty consistent in saying that I think James Franklin because of the style of head coach that he is needs to have coordinators with big-time coaching experience on their resume, preferably head coaching experience, because you just can't have your fingers into everything up and down the ladder in your football program, from marketing to personnel to on-field strategy, game planning, recruiting, you name it, as James does, the CEO, coach, term is probably a little worn out on him, but it's apt without having some subordinates who are able to just make sure all the I's are dotted and T's are crossed in the day-to-day business of coaching. And I think bringing in a guy like Diaz, 
who has been a coordinator at big-time FBS schools and has been a head coach at a Power 5 program. I think that experience, the broad-based experience in one of his two coordinators, is, is a big, big boost. And certainly, uh, you know, it, it's going to be, I think, schematically potentially a pretty big change from what we've seen from years of Brent Pry because philosophically, Manny Diaz is just a little bit more of a risk taker. And so, uh, yeah, I, 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 I like the hire. I like that James is stepping up to the plate and taking big cuts on these hires. So I like the Diaz hire. To me, though, I, I, I really do think more of the focus is going to be on Yursich because I, like many Penn State fans and media folks, was pretty high on him coming in. I love the hire. Again, I thought it was a big-time hire that says we are not content to be middle of the pack in the division. But, man, I, I, I just don't think you can look at the results after year one and call it any, anything but a failure. Is that fair? Very fair. It was pretty obvious last year the defense was on point. Um, you could, if you stretch and squint, you could look at issues with the defense that they lost a couple games where Penn State had the lead late. But I just put that still on the offense, who put so much pressure on the defense that they almost had to pitch a shutout to win, and that that's unfair. So I I lay it on the offense, and you know next segment we'll drill deeper into that. But you talked about I like these two hires of the coordinators also, Chris. But you have to also look now at James Franklin, but with the idea of remember he just signed his extension. This program is married to James Franklin. Do you have the confidence in him? I know we've seen some good recruiting in the class of 22. The class of 23 is starting to shape up also. But there's a little more to that head job than just recruiting well. Yeah. Look, I have my criticisms of Coach Franklin, but I am in, you know, the increasingly small, Jim, group of Penn Staters who is still pretty supportive of the guy. I think we ought to be very, very careful about not about avoiding falling prey to familiarity breeds contempt, right? When I look around the country and I look at all the other options we may have ended up with, I'm actually very comfortable giving James some more opportunity to uh, win back the good graces of the fans. And I'm totally cognizant of the fact that that is not a super majority opinion. That's not very popular. There's a lot of empty seats on the bandwagon, so if anyone wants to come sit by me, you're welcome to join. I do want to make one other point about his staff. I think addition by retention is one of the positives. You want to look at the Rorschach painting and see something positive and favorable. The fact that we were able to hold on to Anthony Poindexter, who at one point looked like a lock, to go be the next head coach at his alma mater at UVA. And and uh, Jay Juan Sider, who looked like he might be headed back to Florida. Those two guys have been spoken of very highly. Sider is an elite recruiter. Poindexter clearly is very well liked by all the players in his position group and on the defensive side of the football. I think keeping some consistency there and retaining guys who are going to be key for various reasons to this season, uh, we need to improve the run game. 
the need to replace a lot of guys who we saw get drafted last week on the defensive side. I think bringing back Poindexter and Sider specifically was just as important as any of the departures and replacements or new hires. So that's the reason that I'm actually optimistic heading into this season. In the last half minute or so that we have left, Chris, is Penn State prepared for this brave new world of name, image, and likeness and the transfer portal free agency? Nope. <laughs> you stayed in a half a minute. Seconds. That's what you're going to get. Uh, no, they are not. And they need to play catch up and they need to do it quickly. And I think the good thing is James Franklin is aware of that. I didn't get a chance to ask you about him, but I get the feeling the new athletic director is also well aware of those issues. Me too. And they, they've got to be aware and they got to be capable of doing something about it. So um, I, I think we're going to see some, some more uh, initiatives on, on those fronts. All right, Chris, you survived the first segment. Let's see how you do with segment number two coming up right after this. This is Jen from Collegiate Athletic Travel. We've been offering travel to the biggest Penn State games for over 50 years. This fall, we continue that tradition in partnership with Keystone Sports Network with a trip to the Penn State Auburn game. Join us for charter flight, staying at the team hotel, transportation to and from the game, and even a great tailgate party at the stadium are included. For more information, go to athletictravel.com or call 1-800-788-4414. See you there. What defines the special spirit of Penn State? Why Penn State by author Greg Woodman looks to Happy Valley in the 1980s for answers. Featuring rare photos, original essays, and exclusive interviews with Coach Paterno, this beautiful 256-page full-color hardback edition explores the why behind We Are. It's chicken soup for the Nittany Lions' soul and makes the perfect gift for any Penn Stater in your life, including you. Order today at whypennstate.com. <laughs> 